Welcome to the Silver Caduceus Association podcast, where we take a break to explore how medical service corps officers shape the story of the Army. This is our story, and I'm your host, Dave Paramore. Let's get started. Well, uh, hello, everyone. Dave Paramore again. Uh, We're uh, real excited again to uh, have another podcast episode here for the Silver Caduceus Association. Um, Wow, we're uh, joined today by uh, two great professionals, uh, uh, Colonel Brett Venable, who's a return guest. Uh, Brett is the uh, Deputy G89 for uh, MedCom, and uh, Major Matt Moore, who is the uh, DCA out at a great installation, Fort Huachuca, Arizona. I've been there many times and uh, loved my time there. Um, So welcome to both of you. Thanks, Thanks Brett. Great to be on. All right. Awesome. Yeah. No, I, I put them on the spot there as in the introduction, but uh, no, we're just glad to have them both. Um, so for today's podcast, we wanted to talk a little bit about this idea of the Silver Caduceus Societies. Um, for those of you like me who uh, grew up in the Medical Service Corps, these were the local installation um, gatherings of Medical Service Corps officers um, and so they're still happening. Uh, they're out there happening. And uh, uh, Brett, who's on the board of the uh, Silver Caduceus Association, is helping to orchestrate that liaison out to these societies. Uh, and um, so today we're going to talk about that bridge between the Silver Caduceus Societies, plural, and the Silver Caduceus Association. And uh, so Brett's going to tee us off uh, kind of explaining that at a high level. And uh, Matt's here, and he's going to give us a boots on the ground perspective out there at Fort Huachuca, um, uh, what's going on out there with Medical Service Corps officers in the field. So, uh, Brett, you want to tee us off and give us an overview? Sure. So I'll start by just sort of delineating the societies. And so when you think of the Silver Caduceus Association, and we're talking about the, the national level. Um, when we're talking about the Silver Caduceus Societies, those are actually found at the local level, on our military posts, our joint bases, our installations. And so um, my job as the Silver Caduceus uh, liaison is to uh, connect the the SCA, the Silver Caduceus Association, with the Silver Caduceus societies that are operating on our installations. Um, So right now we have about 25 installations that have either established or reestablished their Silver Caduceus societies. Um, I fully expect that number to grow in the future. Um, you know, our goal is to have a Silver Caduceus Society at every Army location so that each and every medical service corps officer has the opportunity to um, come together with their peers uh, for fellowship and professional development. Awesome. That's great. Thanks. Thanks for that overview. Um, Matt, you're out in the field and um, I, you, we, we're putting you on the spot because I know we've been uh, encumbered by a pandemic now for quite some time. And I'm just imagining that it's a real challenge uh, to uh, to connect folks out there. But uh, maybe if you just kind of give us a high level vision of kind of what you imagined uh, would be optimal and then maybe some of the challenges you've had um, because of the pandemic and, and getting folks together and how you've thought about it. Maybe if you could just talk us through those. Right. So I remember growing up, um, had my first unit at Fort Lewis, Washington, and and that was probably my first experience with Silver Caduceus. So a lot of medical assets, a lot of leadership in T O N E and TDA, 
uh, positions. And, you know, we, we met, I would say uh, once a month or once every other month. And we had good, just good dialogue from the viewpoint of what every, every section, every discipline was kind of working on. So that, that's what was my understanding of Silver Caduceus when I first came in. In the, in that meantime there, I think as I've moved through organizations, I think I've seen, I've seen a little bit less of it, but I agree now more than ever, uh, we really need to circle the wagons and, you know, make sure that we have those connections across the MS, or medical service board or silver Caduceus societies. Um, so thinking of Fort Huachuca, when I first got on ground, you know, I, I only have 67 soldiers, right? And it, and only a handful of those are MSC officers. And honestly, it didn't dawn on me until recently. I was like, well, I'm, I'm the senior MSC officer uh, for this organization. There's nobody else on post. It's just me because we have a, a smaller clinic and the only medical assets on post. So, you know, it, it was incumbent upon me to, to make sure I promote the, the association and the Silver Caduceus Society. So, you know, how did I do that? Or how did we do that before COVID? Before COVID, I would say we, we didn't meet as often as we would because I didn't think that we could have a, a good collegial discussion, you know, amongst us our own cohort because we all knew each other. It was five to seven people. Um, we, we knew what each other did and, and, and couldn't do more than that because we didn't have the ability to reach out to some more leaders. But I think that's been a positive that's come out of COVID. If you, if you think about it, we're more connected now in a lot of ways with, with further reaching um, assets as far as, you know, not necessarily social media, but all the technical advances we've had to to modify in a COVID space. Every teleworking capability that's out there is at our disposal. So when I when Colonel Venerable reached out to me, it dawned on me that I, I'm going to have access to the Meg, or Deputy Megcom G89 and ask him whatever I want to ask about DHA transition, about how how OMA and DHP splitting up. And so. When he pitched the idea, it was a great opportunity to kind of pull my cohort in because we're out here on the edge of the frontier and we don't get a lot of those touch points because TDYs have been limited as we we haven't been able to travel. Um, and a lot of those times, I think TDY gives us that opportunity to work with our peers at, at larger conferences and, and have those experiences. So really just figuring out how to do it different. And I think that's what COVID has kind of brought to us and MS teams and other venues have brought you know, subject matter experts from across the United States right to our doorstep. And we had a great dialogue the other day. I had I had brought in not just my MSC officers, but um, the, the nurse corps and, and, and physician corps all in to, to kind of hear what we were talking about because it affected everybody. So it was a great opportunity uh, to, to branch out and get that subject matter expert, even at a place like this where I didn't think I could do it. So again, I definitely want to thank Colonel Venerable for for helping us get us started there, but it, it definitely opened the door for what else can I do with that? So I would challenge anybody who's out there at a smaller organization to say, you know, are you really putting all the effort into it that you need to, because it isn't coming upon us as leaders. Um, once we pin on that, that feel good rank or, or higher to, to make sure we talk to our younger MSC officers and, and get them to understand what else everyone else does and build those relationships. So definitely a great opportunity uh, from the start. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Thanks, thanks for, that. for that overview. I appreciate it. Um, you know, Brett, you touched at this at a high level. And, um, you know, we have obviously these uh, Silver Caduceus societies out there. And just uh, you know, last last week I chatted uh, with our team that's, that's working on the uh, reunion um, and putting together uh, the agenda. That's another exciting event. Um, you know, maybe if you could help connect the dots for us for um, 
these societies out there. You mentioned the uh, the emerging Silver Caduceus societies that uh, these leaders are out building. Um, maybe you can connect the dots between um, the societies up to the Silver Caduceus Association and opportunities that they can have um, with the reunion and other events um, that are available. Sure. Well, the Silver Caduceus Society is um, one thing I want to point out is, um, you know, they're informal organizations. And so I think, Dave, you remember back when we were uh, coming up, um, young captains, uh, lieutenants, and, and course majors, and they were formal organizations. And so in order to get the Silver Caduceus Society up and going, you know, you had to create a charter, you had to you know, take that charter over to, to JAG and get a legal review. You had to establish a formal fund. And there was all this bureaucracy that you had to do before you could actually have a meeting. And so the first point that I want to make is that Silver Caduceus Society is moving forward. They're not formal organizations. They're considered informal. And so what that means is there's no requirement for constitution. There's no requirement for bylaws or any other official paperwork. It just comes down to the senior MSC officer in the area or on that post deciding to have a Silver Caduceus Society meeting, appointing an action, an action officer to get things organized, and then the MSC officers that are on that installation or post come together for the event. So it's really simple. We're trying to break down the barriers and make it easy for folks to get together. Uh, the goal is to bring you know MSC officers together at least once a quarter for professional development, networking, and um, you know other mentoring activities. Um, you know, as far as you mentioned, I know you mentioned the, the reunion. You know, one of the big things we're trying to do now is we're setting up the Silver Caduceus Society is just to make sure that folks are aware of all the, the resources and activities that are going on at the corporate level at the SCA. One of those is the reunion. Um, it's going to be a fantastic opportunity um, here in D.C. And so really just trying to get the word out so that people are aware that, you know, these activities are going on and so that they can, you know, certainly uh, participate. Yeah, no, that's that's great, and you know, thanks for that feedback. And uh, you know, we're all looking forward to. It. I was really excited uh, to talk to Lisa and Bev last week, and they're uh, really uh, building a, a great agenda for us and uh, platform for the reunion. You know, Matt, back to you. One of the things you said really was curious. That made me curious. Um, you talked about obviously the technologies, and um, you know, for us out here who've been out for a while, I mean, you know, early. You know, <laughs> Obviously, we're we're uh, kind of we have plenty of technology opportunities out here now in industry with uh, several platforms uh, that are available. What, what kind of platforms? Uh, obviously, given some of the um, you know the limits of uh, cybersecurity and what what you're allowed to do on government networks, but um, you know, can you just give us a high level of you know how what what kind of tools that you do have available in active duty so that we as an industry that uh, can, can help uh, connect with you. What, what do you recommend as, uh, you know, for collaboration tools? What do you use now? What do you recommend? Well, I think um, you, you're probably not connected enough if you're not on MS Teams nowadays, um, because that's where it's all happening. Uh, most of the meetings that I attend that are virtual are happening on MS Teams. There's a couple other approved platforms, but I think MS Teams is, is something that people have grown accustomed to and have that comfort with, and, and definitely the way that we're connecting the most out in the space. And to add to Colonel Venerable's point earlier, you know, in, in something we talked about in prior dialogue, you know, the Silver Caduceus Society and Association, you know, stretch beyond our career in the military. Um, those connections afterwards are, are always part 
of the ability to get your next occupation. And, and I had a mentor tell me, he's like, Matt, if you decide to stick it out for 20 years um, or maybe do another five more, likely your second career will still be longer than your first. So those connections are just as important while you're in as when you get out and transition. And, and that's an, another key point that I definitely didn't want to uh, under under highlight for for the listeners. Yeah, no, that's great. And, um, you know, it's it's um, especially the pandemic. And to be honest, we in industry have gotten really good at it, too, because uh, we, we were used to traveling a lot and uh, meeting with our partners in in the federal space. Um, but um, pandemic has kind of reinforced that we actually can use uh, technologies in, in creative ways. So, um, listen, it's you know really exciting to talk to both of you um, and just kind of get a, a picture of kind of what this uh, Silver Caduceus Society link to the Silver Caduceus Association would be. Um, I, I guess I'll toss it back for uh, many, any last thoughts that you may have before we wrap up today. Brett, do you have any, anything or Matt uh, that you'd like to share? Yeah, I just, I just like to encourage um, all of our Silver Caduceus Society reps, you know, to take advantage of our website. So as they host events, whether those are face-to-face or video conferencing, um, you know, just, Please, please send those photos to us so we can post them on our website. Face shots on Zoom or MS Teams are perfectly acceptable, so please send them our way. <laughs> Excellent. Matt, our uh, boots on the ground perspective today, any thoughts from you? Well, so I think Colonel Ripple, that's something that he mentioned as far as breaking away the, the formal structure and now moving to an informal structure. To me, a lot of times that can be something that, that scares leaders away from trying to build something because they know it takes maintenance. They know it takes other people to buy into the organization. But if it can be more informal, there's no reason not to engage. If, if that's a barrier that was there before. And like I said before, me being able to reach out to Metcom G8-9 through um, technical media or, or virtual virtually, it just opens so many more doors, right? If if I want to talk to a more TONE specific organization, um, that's an opportunity. I can work with teams and we can ask, what does it look like in the, in the new field hospital formation? You know, mm-hmm. those are those are a ton of doors that have been opened in this space. Yeah, no, that's great. Great feedback. Well, I think this is probably the first of many conversations we'll have about this uh, great partnership with the uh, Silver Caduceus societies that are out there and uh, in the, the association here. Um, well, listen, that, that's a wrap again for another episode of uh, the Silver Caduceus Association podcast. As always, you can find us online at silvercaducesassociation.org. Uh, you can find our podcast wherever you get your podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or Amazon. Um, and you can also get them on the, uh, the website, the silvercaducesassociation.org website. So thanks a lot. And uh, we look forward to another uh, podcast soon. Have a great day, everyone. For more information or to listen to other episodes, please visit silvercaducesassociation.org.